once again. Does anyone have an intro? Yeah. Feel free. Okay. Hey guys, it's Peter from Carbon Podcast with a PSA. Change your effing Twitch password. Holy crap, Twitch, what the fuck? Hmm. I, uh... Do you want to give a bit more details or do you just want to <laughs> jump into the No, just zone? change your password. Yeah, no reason. Honestly, just change your password for a lot of things. It's just good safety. Change <sighs> it to uh, hi bugman123 so I can get in. Well, actually, serious conversation. I tried to change my password earlier, and I had one password, which I'll give away because I actually don't use it for anything anymore. Uh, <laughs> I would reconsider that because you might have it somewhere that could lead to, like, an old email or something that could lead to other... You probably don't want to just ever give out old passwords. No, no, but it was like, uh, I changed it from to with an exclamation mark, and that was considered stronger than my old one. Ooh. I, um, think I might have a Twitch account. See, I wasn't planning to do this, but then you said no, that was a bad idea, so now I had to out the password in the episode just to make damn sure you don't use it for the car bomb Twitch password. Mm-hmm. I, I've only ever used Twitch. I'm going to censor both of those. I know. <laughs> I, I only ever used Twitch once. Uh, I've, I think I've watched stuff on it, but I used it once because a girl I liked was like, I want to watch you play a video game. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's... That's about it. I set it up. Uh, she watched me play it once. I wasn't very good. I have so, a Twitch account. I mostly use it to subscribe to other people. I think and... it was... Was it... Something the is it Tales of Valkyria four? The, no, I mean that is a game. There is yeah. a I don't know if of, that's the one you played. No, okay. What is no. it? It's Valkyria, Valkyria then. Is it just Valkyria? I don't know why I put Tales. There's a whole bunch Chronicles of Tales. Valkyria Chronicles that's four. The there one. you go. Yeah, sorry, okay. I was. Yeah, there's yeah. you know the tanks and yep, the, yep. the soldiers and stuff and the mortars and the yeah. onset episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a good game. Yeah, no, but. I like that game. Anyways, so. Should we do a theme song at some point? Uh-uh. No. I mean, Emily's not here. Neither's Jesse or Jacob's. So I mean, it's not usually Jesse's job. It's Emily or Jacob's job. All right, job. it's Jesse's job this week, and this is where you cut in Jesse saying something, and then we pretend he's here. Go for it, Jesse. Chris doesn't want to do that theme song. It would be funny just to like put a clip of Jesse saying something in at one point, but then have him oh, be silent the rest of the episode. He's done that. He was very, uh, he was very adamant that he was early on in every episode. And actually, Kieran, you were in the first episode that I wasn't in. Oh, um, where you were in Jesse's kitchen and it's Carbon makes a man out of you. I think it was like 25 or something. Nice. Uh, but it was the first one I had Jesus. to miss. And so Jesse was lording it over me that he is the only podcast member that's never missed an episode. This was, of course, very early on because all of us have missed several by this point. Mm-hmm. But the first one that he had to miss, which made us even again, I uploaded on Friday. He downloaded, took it down, edited his voice into it, re-uploaded it, so he was still in that episode. Crafty boy. It's like somebody who uses a pedometer and then goes back to change how many steps they did in a day so they always reach the goal. I'm going to do that. I'm going to shake it. <laughs> oh, I turned on my flashlight. Um, <laughs> I, can you, can you I, turn on your flashlight just by shaking your phone? Yeah, it's really useful. Huh, it's handy. That's... Um weird i'm i know you said we were talking before it started about like worrying about old episodes having per- perhaps controversial content oh yeah there's um i've wondered about that in the past i'm like huh, i wonder if i said anything i wouldn't stand behind like on car bomb like five years ago i don't think so yeah you i, I you know i'm usually pretty when, careful you're pretty careful and when you've been rude or mean or inappropriate yeah it's always like clearly on purpose. Yeah, and... yeah. I think I'm careful about, but I'm like just worried that maybe there's something out there that like I'll, I'll let be, like, you know. Applying for like a job I warned, and someone will I warned Jesse about the one I told me. you guys about, uh, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, take that down, please." <laughs> yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Jesse came out as a black Israelite. Um, um 
Jesse and I, for the record, have been listening back uh, to some classic episodes. And classic isn't old, not yes, uh, vintage. Anybody that hasn't done something like, for example, a podcast for the last seven years or longer, Jesus, uh, (laughs) it sucks looking back and just listening to like uh what's recent events oh uh currently where i'm listening to like in the mid 160s uh we are gearing up for i believe your first extra life you're not part of the the group yet peter oh was i then um uh but uh our first we're gearing up Mm. to our first extra life in film factory in that it was like, well, there's uh, we're going to be trying a new location, so some things are a bit different, but, uh, you know, we're still excited. And, uh, that was 2017, I think. I didn't show up until 2018. Oh, okay. So you're, you're oh. about a year off. Oh, I thought you were the first Film Factory extra. I was the second one, I believe. Oh, okay. Either way, um, yeah, it's weird listening back. One... Uh, one thing that didn't age well at all mm-hmm. is Jesse fanboying over Batman v Superman and all that. But what do really, you mean? he still ex- does. No, but really excited about Justice League, and oh, then no. uh, him saying it's like everyone's making a big deal about the fact that Joss Whedon went and did some edits. It's not even going to change. And then when this movie's awesome and everyone loves it, everyone's just going to give credit to Joss Whedon and it's going to make me mad because it's like, oh, he's boy, not even going to make any changes. Boy was and wrong. I'm listening back to that. I'm just like, Oh boy, no, that is not how things played out at all. Jesse, you ignorant slut in the past. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it, currently it, too. I don't know. Yeah. Back when it was like being an 2017, like you said, you know, yeah. Joss Whedon hadn't begun his downfall yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that trip back through memory lane is interesting. Sometimes, uh, sometimes adorable. Uh, also in the mid one uh, fifties or one sixties, uh, Matt starts talking about uh this girl he matched on tinder that he's been chatting we with set up his tinder for, account remember for yeah we we on episode talked him into a tinder account and then he was reporting hey i actually match match with someone her name's mel and like we actually have a date lined up and like he's excited about his first date with his eventual wife but at one point he said uh one of their first earliest conversations after the uh, like hellos in the introductions turned into a pun war mm. and my immediate response was marry this girl mm-hmm. and of this course is like, this may be the only did. maybe the only good one of the only good things that's come out of the podcast uh, yeah probably i'm working like, on trying to match with someone now see if we can keep the streak going mm. oh but we didn't convince you to do it, so we can't take credit. Yeah, you're not no, on you influenced me through the story of Matt. Yeah. We we're lucky. We're lucky. We got we got we got Matt wifed up. Yep. Oh you know. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, we got topics. Yes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes. So where do we want to start? Um well, I don't know one what some of, these, of these are. Um we mentioned it last week because this is Jesse's topic. Uh, Jesse has an arcade cabinet. We still can't talk about it because Jesse's still not here. <laughs> What's an arcade cabinet? Uh, he got Polybus. Polybius. Thank you. Uh, but I've never I had to say it out loud for obvious reasons. I haven't actually watched that. Um, the Polybus quest... is like, uh, we're it's talking like the bang about... bus, but for poly people. Uh, yes. We're talking about um, Stuart Ashens uh, on YouTube as Ashens. Uh, he has made three movies now or just two? Yeah. Uh, the Quest I, for the Game Child. Yeah. I like that one. As a fan of his channel, there, it's like fun because there's lots of different references. Uh, this, by the way, if you're not aware, this is the guy that just reviews shit over top of this brown couch. Mm-hmm. There's been a few uh, videos that have gone viral I, over the years. I, but... I just love how you said shit and you, you didn't specify what kind of shit and then you talked about a brown couch. We're very much in the toilet already. Uh, What's next? You gonna bring up corn? Yeah, 
Sure. Yeah. And then we don't know if you actually mean, like, you know, the... Okay, is corn a grain or a vegetable? I believe it's a grain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, we don't know if you mean the questionable grain or the questionable music song band. Music, music song, song band. band. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Hmm. Uh, but speaking of the music song band... Fuck that band sucks. I hate them. They're not good. I don't know. Oh, or the Chaos God, Gorn. Hmm? Oh, yeah. He's cool. Yeah. You know, blood for the blood god. Skulls for the skull throne, whatever. I just remember Gorn um, when I was in elementary school. He was like, oh, I don't like corn. And, and then this guy was, was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, you know, I don't like onions. He's like, no, no, I mean the band. Oh. I don't. <laughs> I couldn't like sing any of their songs i don't know how any of them go but i do remember people i didn't like in middle school really liked them mm. yeah that's, that's fair it. they were they're very into them along with like limp biscuit and stuff like that yeah so as we journey through the cornhole chris do you actually have another topic we can talk about um let's just well, name all can, the topics we can't we talk can about. reveal the final smash character oh yes. kieran who isn't it? I don't... I would rather live in another... I haven't played a Smash game since Melee, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I was deeply betrayed uh, by the fact that it's not my hero and uh, the best character no, the of the Mario the universe. Uh, wow. Wow, Luigi. Okay. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I am actually pretty stoked about Sora. I think that's a good choice. No, it's a solid choice. And as Jesse pointed out, the fact that Sora's in there means Nintendo, Disney, and Square Enix all managed to actually agree on something. No, Disney, you you let Disney in the door and now they're just going to be like, we're replacing Mario with Captain America now. And you're not going to be able to do anything about it. And it's the um, Wyatt Russell Captain America. Yeah, yeah, you can't do anything. Did you guys see... um, recently uh six months after disney having acquired the studio shut down the studio responsible for ice age uh and then like six months later started bragging about the fact that they are showing ice age now on disney plus everyone's like um go fuck yourselves you assholes well i mean you know they're an evil corporate overlord they're always gonna do evil corporate overlord things which is why these companies need to be broken up rather than Allowed to me accumulate. Uh, yeah, Bernie Sanders twenty twenty four. I think is the next American. Yeah, election. when he's yeah. nine hundred. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's still better than the rest um, of them. But I've been taught. Speaking of wasn't, old, wasn't US he people, like? Isn't he on record saying one and done? Like he doesn't want to run a second term. Yeah, he's probably. Well, that would be his to. third time. It would be his third time running, well, and he's probably gonna not do it because yeah. he's old. And he, I've been talking to myself about the final smash choice as Joe Biden being like upset about it like pretending joe biden's upset it's been fun sora yeah. come on man i was like come on uh, fellow americans yeah. uh, we're sick of it this is one of the worst betrayals ever done in america this is, this it, is it, it took away my good friend Luigi. this isn't who we are putting the, they put us uh, king of our sky we don't like that no we're going to pass a bill through Congress. Replace, replace him with Waluigi. Not, take him out of Kingdom Hearts. Put Waluigi in Kingdom Hearts. You did it, Joe. Yeah. Thank you. Furthermore, I, I was in the Keyblade Wars. Attaboy. It's <laughs> uh, a good time. Spot on. Yeah, Thanks. but I mean, yeah, it wasn't Phoenix Wright. It wasn't Master Chief. You know, it wasn't Waluigi. Uh, it should have been Waluigi. And so on and so forth. But it was Sora... Um, you know, I think in general people are fairly mm. happy about it. I mean, there's only been a handful of characters I think people have been bummed about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, probably the biggest one is Byleth. What's uh, that? That's the Fire Emblem protagonist from Three Houses, which was always going to happen because no. Sakurai but... is a giant Fire Emblem fan, and at least they made him more just hit them, I should say, because you can be male or female, more distinct than previous Fire, Fire Emblem protagonists, which are variants of... Sword with explosion ability. Well, that's that's what I was thinking, though, is... Which, by the way, is still a bullshit cop-out. Too isn't... many anime swordsmen, but Marth is always banned from tournaments. Fuck you, you stupid Is weeds. he too strong? Yes. And okay, isn't Sora just another sword guy? Yeah, but he has magic. Well, yeah, but... I know. He's still no, just no, Chris, Chris, another sword guy. This is the exact argument we have every time this happens. Waluigi wouldn't have been a sword guy. No. No, he wouldn't have. 
You know what he would have yeah. been? A, a pedophile. Guy. I mean, sorry, what? <sighs> you Speaking know, of stuff that uh, I'm going to have to censor five years from now when I listen back again. Calling Waluigi a pedophile? <laughs> you think, like, there's gonna, someone's going to be like, like, sue me? Well, like Nintendo's going to pedophiles are going to be offended. And then twist. Yeah, they don't want to be associated twist. with Waluigi. Waluigi is a pedophile, but his so. catchphrase, wah, it turns out to be a racial slur. Yeah. He's, oh well, boy, he was saying wah, gonna... like it's in the slur against Italians. <laughs> Which he is. Yeah, well, but he's a like, self-hating he Italian. Self-hating. <laughs> he's like, he's like one of those immigrants who gets in and he's like no one else. Yeah. <laughs> He he like. Oh, tried I don't to, like where any of Columbus. this is going. He tried to keep Mario and Luigi out. People don't know about this. You know that's why they're rivals with him. Yeah. He tried to let them not immigrate to America. What do you think uh, Luigi's girlfriend is? Or is he? That's, bi? It's cool that he could be. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really. There's like I because think... of the Mario, like Super Mario Brothers versus Mario Land, you have. Peach and Daisy, yeah. but then a... they just paired them up with uh, Mario and Luigi. Yeah, we need a Waluigi but... version of Daisy. Well, shouldn't there be a Wario Waluigi female character? Yeah, it's surprising they like, haven't done in, that yet. And that side of things, they they don't make new like what are they doing? They're just making like different variations of shell people and ghost people. Yeah, it's like what is this? Make a make a make a Princess Peach for Wario. And she's like, but what did people say? I mean, no. I could see them getting together. Wario doesn't seem too discerning. Yeah. No, Wario and Waluigi are against Mario and Luigi, but they're also against Bowser. They're not pro Bowser. True. Do they fight Bowser often? Uh, not often, but yeah. I believe that they're opposing. Let's. They probably just hate lizards. Well, I don't know. I yeah. I just I just want to. I don't know what a. Wario, like a, a Waluigi Daisy would look like, but I, I hope it's really weird. Uh, like, no, Waluigi and Toadette shipping right now. I don't know. I th- I just think girl, you know, girls they need to see themselves represented by like a really weird, shady, like lanky thing, like Waluigi. Yeah. Like men have this weird lanky guy who's he just goes around, going, wah, wah. and girls need that too. Sure. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. It's my new political stance. This is who, I, <laughs> you know, there's no political party in Canada or elsewhere that's like providing this on their platform, and I just, I just don't feel like represented. I mean, how much are you going to be the WA party? party? It's like 250 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start a WA party. We're going to overtake the PPC, <laughs> just based on everyone's dissatisfaction with no Waluigi and Smash Bros. That's going to be my main platform. We would probably still get more votes. <laughs> yeah, I think got almost a million. Almost a million, eight hundred thousand. Please, Kieran. Yeah, that's close. It's off by a factor of Australia. Two hundred thousand. Yes, Australia's only got two hundred thousand people, right? Sure. All right. What else we got in this list of yours that I can't see because I'm not logged into your thing, and you're like mocking me for not having it on my phone? Not mocking you. I was just asking why don't you have it on your phone. And I'm telling you I mean, what. You can just Google it. You can Google, Google, keep, and then mm-hmm. go there. I mean, we didn't start it's... using keep until we were always not at your house. No. And then, but... you would ha- and then you would be a good host to have a notepad open for us to look at. But keep is better because we can checkmark it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Why and don't the... you have keep open on the computer screen in front of us? Instead I of will us open it for I, you I like right to see, now. I like to see my, my, my voice wave go up, down, and make beep. I'm actually the way I talk. It's actually strategically calculated to be like Morse code. Voice speaking wave, but looking at wave. So you know, and it's spelling out a message. What what it's spelling? I can't tell you. Well, it well don't they do that thing in auto writing or whatever where you just kind of have to write whatever you're thinking, and then you just start doing loops whenever you don't have a coherent thought. Is that a writing exercise everybody did in, like, eighth grade English? I've never done I that. I've heard of it, though. don't know. I've never done that, but I also... I am, just remember I, doing I'm that uneducated. Then, I didn't go to school. And then, yeah, like, going true. completely off Chris topic. Chris doesn't know how to read. Mm. No, he just navigates by shapes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know if you guys... Did you guys see the Game of Thrones prequel trailer, the dragon-y thing? I saw the photo the where Matt Smith looks both very appropriate and very not appropriate at the same yeah, time. I don't know. He's, it's just, he's, still, he's just too Doctor Who to me. Yeah. I'm just like... He got typecast. I'm like, what is... 
what is what is Doctor Who doing in Game of Thrones? I know it's not an original take, but like it, it's he just looks. It, I don't know. It doesn't fit. It's it's weird, and also it's probably going to be bad. I'm not very enthusiastic. I for didn't it. see the trailer. I don't have a lot of hope for it because like I'm not worshiping the almighty author who can do no wrong because he he can do no right either because he just can't write he just doesn't do anything now. <laughs> um but, is he involved i don't know if he's like heavily involved with this oh, he's involved. but the but is, is he gonna show... be like the early seasons of game of thrones where he like the, script no, supervises or? absolutely like later seasons where he's... okay yeah so the okay, parts of yeah, the show fine. that were about the books already written much better than the parts of the show that were past the books, even though they had his input. So this original thing, I believe it's not based on any of his writing, is it? Yeah, like, it this is. This is an original thing? He has, did like, he a write... prequel book about the Targaryens. Okay, and he's got a bunch of lore, background lore. Okay. That he's written while he refuses to write the next Game of Thrones yeah. book. Yeah. Well, basically, Patrick, Patrick Rothfuss, he just writes lore, and it's, like, 14 books. Yeah, how many... The actual books are, like... like Two and a half or something. I think he finally did write um, the third one. I can't remember. What is his King Killer? Uh, yeah. yeah. He Game did. What did he do? Two of them, and is three the one everyone's waiting on? Or yeah, or... I think he finally did it though. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. He announced wow. it. Some people can deliver. Hear that? Hang George. on. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up, and I'm gonna be turned out to be full of shit. But yeah, it's just gonna be like it's just gonna be like late season Game of Thrones, probably. Which is like Game of Thrones doing an impression of itself from earlier seasons. Uh, nope, still just two books. Mm. Oh, very sad. Um, but plenty of other books, just not, oh, no, it's not another name, king killer. The third one's called The Doors of Stone. Hmm. I should read those at some point. I like Patrick Rothfuss, um, hmm. more so from his participation in uh, various D&D-related projects. Like I stole one of those books from one of my friends and then never read it. He hasn't actually done Ack Inc. in a while, too. Uh, but he has guested on Critical Role a couple times as well. Not recently. I don't think he was in Campaign 2 at all. But yeah. By the way, Campaign 3 is starting up later this month, and I'm pretty stoked. That'll be good. Uh, speaking of uh, things that are good, Kelowna, oh. the city we live. What are, is it? I, don't, I would say not, but... Yeah, I'm not a fan. All right. Continue your segue. Well, okay, thank you. <laughs> so we live in a place called the Okanagan Valley. And in the Okanagan Valley is Okanagan Lake. Lake Okanagan. Yep. Specifically. And in that lake lives a mighty sea beast. Uh, used to. He's dead. Long dead. When do you think he died, Chris? Uh, like probably uh, easily 100 years ago. From what? Age. Hmm. I thought you said last AIDS of an inc- for a second. Man, man, the last dang. of an extinct species. We gave you so many opportunities to say, say something interesting. Yeah, no. You, Chris refuses to riff. Yes. This is a no-riff zone. <laughs> mm, this is why I didn't bring my guitar. There's one on okay. the wall. But anyways, yeah, he, he Ogopogo Monster Lake. Yes. Yeah. So, one of the... There, there's maybe two contributions I can think of that Kelowna has delivered to the world of professional wrestling, a world which I love, despite all its many, 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 many flaws. <laughs> there's some stuff I can talk about this week, but that's going to be a whole other thing. Um... And one of the two, the one I want to talk about today, because this one's a longer conversation, is Goldberg Fears Ogopogo. This was a real sign at a real professional wrestling event in Kelowna that took place in the year 2000 for WCW. Now, regular listeners of this podcast might recall that last time I did a long talk about wrestling, uh, I told Chris about in WCW and the Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> the arch nemesis of Hulk Hogan for some time before he decided to become evil. And then he just was against, you know, every good thing that's good and holy. And still is to this day. Fuck Hulk Hogan. But we're going to go to a different period in uh, WCW's life. Year 2000. Uh, around the end of 19... 19- okay, let's go, to, let's go to 1998, actually. 1998, WCW was seemingly on top of the world. This was right before the WWF got huge with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, Stone Cold was blowing up, but he still wasn't at that point where he'd become, like, pop culture legend. And at the same time, WCW had a gentleman who had just come up from their training center, the power plant, 
known as... I oh, hate that they call it that. Yeah. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. You're fine. But there are some other pretty good ones, including Creative Fighter, and there's another one called uh, The Nightmare Factory. That's better. Yeah. Is I, that I, where they train heels? No, that's where they... Uh, that's just... Because um, Cody Rhodes is known as the American Nightmare, and it's his school. So it's The Nightmare Factory. Okay. Yeah. Is that show heels any good, by the way? Oh, yeah, it's actually quite good. Eh, I do I'll recommend check it out it. sometime. Yeah. But, um, so Goldberg, uh, former uh, pro football player, uh, became quickly known as a guy who would just murder people in, like, two, three minutes. Like, he had two he had two main moves. Also known as the man with no neck. Well, Goldberg is one of many wrestlers that doesn't have a neck. That doesn't really mm-hmm. narrow it down. Fair enough. Uh, but nice try. <laughs> hey, you recognized him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he would spear people, which is the brutal running tackle to the ribs when it's done correctly. Otherwise, it looks like a very soft kind of, like, you run into a pile of pillows and then you both just gently fall a to head the ground. <laughs> yeah. And then the jackhammer suplex uh, slam where you pick a guy up as if to suplex him and then you just power slam him instead. Hmm. Uh, well, both solid moves and he's a big guy. He's like... He's a beast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe the term would be callous bod. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Kieran, callous bod. Walks like, uh, monster truck that walks like a man. Good term. Okay. I don't know, but uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about wrestling. I know. I'm just trying to keep you engaged in the conversation. Okay. Uh, well, I'll keep trying. <laughs> um, yeah, so he became an unstoppable beast who had a winning streak. And in 1998, they had him beat uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan for the title, uh, like maybe two, three years into his professional wrestling career. But, I mean, it didn't matter because he was super popular. Yeah. Then they had him lose the title, which was a giant mistake. Goldberg promptly lost a lot of his mystique. Then he punched to hit uh, through a limo, a limo window. He got a serious gash in his arm that nearly killed him. Why did he punch through a limo window? And from inside or outside? From outside going okay. in. Okay. He was supposed to originally use a steel, Less fun. steel pipe, but he dropped the pipe during the filming of the scene. Sort of like, okay, punch through this window instead. And just went with it, adrenaline, well, well, and then... I think he just decided to do it because he was, cause they, they wanted him to break the limo. So he punched. He, he tried to punch through it, and the problem was a shard of glass got stuck in his arm. This mm. is why you don't Ouch. break through glass. Yeah, that's why there's prop glass when you need to break it. Yeah, it's made of sugar, or at least it used to be. That technique is kind of outdated. So the smartass who came up with this con- the concept for that particular punching through the glass thing was a, was a writer named Vince Russo. Uh, Vince Russo probably most famously helped create The Rock. Hmm. Like he, like obviously The Rock made the persona but like uh, a famous storyline in the latter half of 1998 was the rise of the rock as like a top heel which would lead to stone cold and the rock having their big wrestlemania match in 1999 usually considered one of the best w wwf championship i remember the stone cold steve austin and the rock rivalry (laughs) i was sort of wrestling adjacent at the time i had a really good friend that was into it and would want to watch it every time i was over at his house so i i did actually watch quite a few of those matches yeah and yeah like that like that's when people say like vince russo and like his influence on wrestling that's one of the things he can definitely take some credit for mm-hmm. uh, you can still debate to this day whether everything he did was gold because a lot of it was not and we're getting to one of it now so goldberg around 2000 he was coming off of that horrific injury. Mm-hmm. He was coming off of cooling down after his winning streak and his world title run coming to an end. And also, at the end of 1999, he also managed to super kick Bret Hart in the head. What's a super kick? It's a kick. It's a kick, you, but better. You basically mm-hmm. wind back and stretch your leg out as far as possible to boot somebody in the face. Shawn Michaels famously did it. Um, but yeah, like it's you kick somebody basically with your full body, but it's still just one leg. So it's not like a drop kick, mm. and you're still standing. Like, it's mm. a huge buildup, and, like, if you do it right, like, you still kind of twist your body at the last second, so while it looks like there's a lot of momentum, there's actually very little. Mm-hmm. And plus, you usually put your hand up in time to catch the foot, and then the person uh, compensates for the lack of impact by also slapping their leg. Ah, uh, yeah. So you get the nice boom, and, like, it's a very, if done right, it's a very beautiful thing. A lot of wrestlers do it today. Goldberg was never good at it. And so he super kicked Bret Hart in the head and gave him the career-ending concussion for Bret Hart. Ouch. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of giving you a picture of the things that Goldberg's been up to since his meteoric rise. Uh, it's been a little unfortunate. So, after meandering for the first half of the year 2000, 
Goldberg. What can I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt too much. Mm-hmm. When somebody does something bad causing an injury, it's like what's the penalty there? Is like a fine, a charge, uh like we're going to just tuck you in the back corner for a little while? Like how does that work if you fuck up and you seriously injure somebody? Or there was the famous death, but, like, not even getting into that, but serious injury. What's the penalty there? It depends on how well-connected you are and how popular you are. Well, that's shitty, but not surprising. Good thing that doesn't apply to any other area anywhere in life. Well, there's a female wrestler on WWE TV right now. They let girls do that? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, (laughs) Named Nia Jax, who is uh, distantly related to The Rock. Okay. She has been given so many chances and has a really nasty record of injuring people. I mean, you do wrestling long enough, you're going to injure somebody. There's, I mean, well, there's yeah. wrestlers. I it's a it's a violent sport. Yeah, I mean, there's wrestlers I generally consider safe who have done horrific injuries. Uh, Samoa Joe famously um, broke Tyson Kidd's neck. Samoa Joe, where's he from? Uh, Nebraska. No, no, he's American. Uh, like that's the thing. I was, I was about to say wow. his home city, but I, it's, I can't, I can't. I think it's Philly. I could no. I think it might be Cincinnati. Uh, uh, carry on. He, I'll look he it just up. represents the periphery of the American well, he Empire. Is, he is Samoan. So, oh, okay. So he is simply Samoa Joe. <laughs> and um, mm. yeah, no, he famously broke a man's neck. OC doing his muscle bluster. Oh, OC, right. Oh my God, why did I forget that? Uh, if, if on the off chance he's listening, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, he broke a man's neck. Don't be too sorry. Hey, look, sorry, Nufalau uh, Joel. Well, I mean, Where are you from? Guam? Samoa Joe? He's That's done right. this move hundreds of times and not broken people's necks. Well, but, I mean, it only takes once. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things. Like, it was very unfortunate. Anyway, so, yeah, the injury, the go to injuries, it very much depends. But that's been a bit of a side tangent. So Goldberg was go- dealing with crap like this and trying to get back on top. Mm-hmm. So eventually, come around, I think this was, I'm going to say July of 2020, or sorry, the year 2000. Okay. Uh, at an event at the PNE Arena in Vancouver, which I believe mm. is not called that anymore. I, 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 I don't know. know. Yeah. <laughs> I went to it when I was a kid. Yeah. Same. Know. The PNE. Yeah. That's. Uh, Pacific North Exhibition? National. Pacific National, National Exhibition. Yeah, we're not that north. We don't deserve it. Yeah, fairground type place. Uh, there was a three-way match between Kevin Nash, mm. Scott Steiner, and Goldberg to see who would be the number one contender to the world title. Then fuckery happened. Wait, so why is his name Goldberg? It's literally just... his last name. What? Why don't they give him an interesting name like everyone else? Well, they just decided his last name was interesting, I guess. Okay. And also, that has led to very anti-Semitic uh, conspiracies about him. That that he got to keep it because he was Jewish. No, it's like they they <laughs> only Jews get he, to keep their real names in because wrestling. Because his name is Jewish, he, he was somehow a psyop to prove the superiority of the Jewish people. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I agree with you. I, I, I know, I know, I know. I'm saying I hate, this is stupid, so you no, probably don't need to censor this. No, I'm not going to censor it. And <laughs> my frustrated uh, noise, I don't even know what noise that was, isn't because of you. It's because I know that people believe what you're saying. Oh, yeah. And it infuriates me. They're, they're... People are fucking stupid. I'm not sure if one of the people who suggested unironically that because of this is the reason Chris Benoit died. Like, I don't know if that person was being, you know, stupid Was or not. because of the superiority of the Jewish he race? He was going to expose that it was fake. Oh, he was going to expose that the Jews weren't superior. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> apparently professional wrestling was the key to all of this. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where they operate. I, again. It's yeah. the highest level. That's yeah. where the Jews are most concentrated. Hey, hey, a WWE Hall of Famer became president of the United States. Yeah. That's yeah. a real fact about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. But not Jewish. No. Uh, Allegedly, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know what that <laughs> means. Act, no, but not 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 Jewish, Chris. He, he claims to be part alcohol. Anyway, <laughs> so during this match, what was supposed it was supposed to be a three way that uh, Kevin Nash eventually Hot. won, uh, but then then for some reason Vince Russo took the very real frustration of Goldberg 
about having to lose this match when he was trying to get his momentum back mm-hmm. and made it a storyline. Now, the storyline goes that Goldberg refuses, suddenly stops the match, refuses to be powerbombed by Kevin Nash, and walks out of the match. I'm all down. For, I'm down for refusing to be powerbombed. Like, I don't want to be powerbombed. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Sounds I, reasonable. I, I would decline. I would say no. No, you may not. It depends on the situation. <laughs> uh, sometimes you want to be powerbombed. Uh, I don't believe Could Kevin be power Nash's version right is the sexy. If know. I'm remembering right, Kevin Nash's version of the powerbomb isn't the sexy one. Where you're basically because oh. well, if you if the classic powerbomb has your legs around the per, uh, around the person's neck, mm. so your dick oh. is right in their face. Okay, that's the sexy version. That's the sexy one. What's no. the non-sexy one? Uh, it's like over more, the shoulder. I think. Yeah, it's over the shoulders. Like they're holding you by like the armpits, and okay. you're like, more, more behind them. Okay. So it's more like you're playing. Okay. Like, a really boring version of this. Was that invented later when someone was like, I want to do the powerbomb but not be gay? Entirely possible. Yeah. Or somebody was just I mean, like, the... what's the opposite of a 69? A 96? Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. But didn't understand how numbers and sex work. Anyway. Well. <laughs> so eventually what happens is, yeah, so Goldberg walks out and then Vince Russo, the writer, becomes an on-screen character, comes out to yell at Goldberg to, for not following the script. Then the announcers acknowledge he's not following the script. But that's the bit. Yeah. Okay. And then they're just like, it's like, oh no. But it's like, wait, if Kevin Nash was supposed to powerbomb Goldberg to end the match, what are we supposed to do now? And then eventually he just powerbombs Scott Scott Steiner and wins. I love to be the replacement guy to get powerbombed. <laughs> but like, it's like they did this weird meta storyline, which was confusing as hell. And so the next night uh, on WCW, they were in Kelowna. This was filmed at, um, I believe, Skyreach Place, as it was called at the time. Which is what now? Prospera. Okay. Yeah. I believe that's where it was. I think, well, it's like the it only thing that it could have been. Yeah. I don't know where else it would have gone. Well, the city, uh, wasn't there the other the other ice rink that sucked? Like the curling club? Uh, Not the curling club. Okay. <laughs> I got banned from the curling <laughs> yes, club. Yes. I just listened to the episode where you told that oh, story. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Kieran was jousting, got kicked out. End of story. So the opening segment sees Vince Russo rambling like a madman about how Goldberg's unprofessional. By the way, they don't explain any of this to the crowd. So during the segment, as as um, Vince Russo is basically trying to get Goldberg fight to quit or to be fired or have a real fight with another guy. Sorry, brief interjection. <laughs> if you're there. Don't you follow? Don't you kind of know what's going on in the story? Well, that's the thing. But, like, this is for, like, the people who paid for the pay-per-view. Right. Okay, and, so and that was... people, like, the viewership for, like, the weekly television shows has always been drastically higher than the pay-per-view. But also probably recorded ahead of time, so you might not have even seen the previous fights that led up to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say. In this case, so they have no idea, like... You know, unless they saw the pay-per-view, they have no idea what's going on. And historically, the pay-per-view that happened the night before in Vancouver, which I believe was called New Blood Rising, so it's one of a kind. Vancouver used to be cool. called New Blood Rising in the 90s? Yes. Or the 2000s. In the year 2000, it was known as New Blood Rising for one That's glorious crazy. day. That's crazy. Huh. And I wonder new- why they named it Vancouver. That's a cooler name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was led by I'm Van- from the city of New Blood Rising. And it was taken over by a man named metal. Vampiro. Vampiro. And his dark carnival. Ooh. They're sadly not that interesting. Actually, there is a funny story about them, but I'll save that for an episode where Kieran isn't bored listening to me talk. No. <laughs> I don't worry, I'm just rapping you a bit. But I, I'm invested. But yeah, no, it's like, so during this whole segment, is everything going on? That's when the fan brings up one of the greatest wrestling signs of all time, Goldberg Fears, Ogopogo. So during this very infamous storyline in one of the most baffling segments in wrestling history... <laughs> That's when that sign is prominently displayed in between Vince Russo's head and Goldberg's head. Goldberg fears and Okapoko. Somebody from Kelowna was probably so stoked that they got to bring I that mean, sign. Whomst amongst us would not be. If if I were a wrestler, would I want to venture to the aquatic realm to wrestle with the beast of the depths? No. <laughs> no. I would I would lose. Here, let me let me let me t- tell you about a wrestling thing you might find entertaining. There was a KFC sponsored web series. Nice. 
uh, where WWE. I feel spoofed... like the Colonel could be a WWE character. Oh, uh, oh essentially, it was at one point because one of the nice. commercials they aired was. <laughs> well, he'd be pretty tough what, with all his military service. Colonel, <laughs> yeah. To see who would become the official professional wrestling Colonel. Yeah. And so they were all just kind of fat in uh, Colonel Sanders cosplay wrestling. It was kind of amazing. But in this case, it was sponsored by KFC, and it was a spoof of the 1980s wrestling scene. And it led to this evil manager revealing his top wrestler for an upcoming pay-per-view, the Sea Monster. Mm. Which led to a cut to the guy like reacting to it, where he's just like screaming incoherently. He's like, oh my, this man has brought a monster from the depths of hell! <laughs> I was, while you were speaking, trying to come up with a pun for a wrestling move based on KFC. Uh, and the best I came up with in my brain was 11 herb stomps and slices or 12 is it 12 or 11 i would just it would, it's, it's 11. 11 herbs and spices uh, yeah uh i would have gone with like a big crunch or, or something some, no. some okay. version of finger looking good that mm. that sounds like sex yeah yeah <laughs> i mean your your problem <laughs> <laughs> well i mean there's more than a few wrestling moves to sound like somebody somebody's wrestling move was happy ending were they Asian? Or Did they make them Asian? Yes, they were Asian. No. Wrestling. How could you? How could wrestling be racist? <laughs> wrestling, no. There's also North-South, which is just straight-up aggressive grappling 69-ing. North-South? Yeah. Okay. But okay. that's what they call a 69, basically. It's a North-South position. <laughs> I would watch a wrestler fight the Ogopogo. Yeah. I I I I don't think I could turn away. Um, Who would fight Yoko Pogo? Aquaman. Let's not send the only Jewish one. That seems <laughs> problematic. No, no, he is not the only Jewish there, wrestler. Look, look, no, he's the only one. I'm gonna level with you. There was a yeah. man named Scotty Goldman. No. Yeah. Why have both Jews named Gold? Well, that's just uh, because. <laughs> again. It's like, come on, wrestling guys. making racial stereotypes. <laughs> it's okay. Weird. You got a new name. If I remember right, Scotty Goldman ended, ended up becoming um, Colt Cabana. He got degraded to Silverman. <laughs> Man. I don't like where this is going. So how long do you think this episode's going to stay in the vault? It's fine. <laughs> this is the kind of, I can get away with this stuff. We're reviewing up to 300, and then we're just going to assume 300 onwards is good, which, that's not safe. No. <laughs> Remember that joke I made during episode 300 during recording and then we immediately regretted me saying it and we had to... I'm pretty like, sure I censored it. it. Let's yeah. say it again. I don't remember it, but I'm pretty know. sure we censored, so... Well, because I, I had a bunch of props and it was like, oh, I'm just going to use this when I when you say something I don't care about. You know, rather than doing like a realistic thing, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to pretend to read this. And, and... Then I, and then I made some joke about what I was reading and then we realized, okay, that's really not appropriate because I said it without looking at the thing I was reading. Okay. Mm I, I don't made this remember. sound any more obtuse. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember at about. all, so you're either going to have to tell me and I censor it, or tell me later, or I'll like, just wonder. Uh, like a bunch of episodes ago, I, I made a blackface widow joke. Mm. That's good. But I mean, we're going to be better. inappropriate. There's so just a certain about, point uh, of two inappropriate. It was about Marvel. Okay. It, we, Jesse and I had just seen Black Widow. Mm. Okay, well, now we can't censor the whole thing because you've made it too explicit. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going no, to. No, no, like I, I said, um... I'm just trying to think we of anything. We can I be that was... offensive and inappropriate. We are. Just There's like wrestling. Just a certain yeah. line. That... Just like wrestling. Carbomb is afraid of Ogopogo. Yeah. Man, there was a really racist segment in like 2016 where an Indian wrestler from Canada came out and yelled at a Japanese wrestler to open his eyes, and then the crowd chanted, That's too far. Aww. That's, that's heartwarming. Yeah, because that is too far. That That's like, that's not okay. And I no, like it that was they. not okay. They, they wrote the line for a non-white guy. They were like, you know, it's 2016. Uh, we can let other races be racist now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's not exclusively Some white Asian, people anymore. Asian hate. Yeah. And he's there representing India, even though he's from Canada. Mm. Well, yeah, you know. Well, that never happens outside of wrestling. No. <laughs> what was his wrestling name? Was it? Was he racist? Was uh, Jinder Mahal. Okay. But I loved it. I loved the nickname or the catchphrase the fans created for him. Don't hinder the gender. <laughs> Tell me that's I, yeah. I don't know if I love that or hate that, but I don't have a, a neutral reaction. Did they make him do like a big accent? 
or did uh, he just oh, like he naturally have it more? One? Yeah, because he doesn't. I don't think he has much of one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, they would do that. Yeah. I I used to work. This was all all to get over in India before they did a tour there that only, only lasting one event, and then he lost to Triple H in that match. I oh man, I would love India. I feel I like know. does India have professional wrestling oh, yeah. leagues? Oh yeah. I feel like I would like that more. They have like a, I think of, a better uh, natural flair for the dramatic there's, than um, we do. What's his name? The 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 literal giant. Uh, he was in Adam Sandler's Longest Yard. Yeah. Oh, um, um, freaking! Oh, wow! What? Uh, great Kali. Kali. Yeah, Great Kali. Great Kali. Uh, he was part of Indian India's not Indian <laughs> India's wrestling scene. Well, yeah, he was the first uh, Indian world champion because he was yeah. given the title, but, despite the fact he could barely move. Yeah, he, he had the same problems under the giant did, but worse. Yeah, because he's huh. like he's big to the point of like debilitating. Like, oh, no, it is debilitating. It's like, hard so to be that that big. I think he's got but, the exact same problem Andre did, except I think he got it treated. Yeah, like hmm. I, if I'm but remembering right. Is he still he, alive? The great Kelly is still alive. Andre is yes. very dead. Yeah, he well, moved yeah, no, to uh, WWE though, didn't he? Because he, did. he got famous from being in that movie. Uh, huh. No, I think he was well, in that after or he, he was in the movie after he joined wwe oh okay that makes sense because a lot of and wwe he's in a lot stars of, he's in a lot of movies because he's also in mcgruber never saw also, that have no also... interest as a macgyver fan i have no interest in MacGruber. how dare they slander my man yes and he was also in um uh the get smart movie hmm uh that one i watched i don't remember him no, i don't remember the, well, the whole jo- the whole joke in that is he's the giant henchman and like he's got the turban and everything on and and they're like we can't just stereotype just because he might be a big man of a you know from another country and then he just turns around and looks at him and he's like oh that's a bad guy <laughs> yeah. and of course he does turn out to be a bad guy but I mean I feel a lot of the Hindu gods would be good at wrestling hmm. like I'd watch a wrestling I mean, series with them some of the, you know the ones with multiple I mean, arms yes a god probably gonna be good yeah at but no just they just like seem like they'd like enjoy it i don't know like, well they like, had um like what mortal kombat they got a uh, couple different characters that have forearms yeah. true you know there's an episode of charmed where they temporarily inherit the power of the hindu gods and that just means mm. one of them has a lot of arms and is otherwise entirely the same <laughs> yeah that's that's, that's, awkward that, that that's like the most lazy racial stereotype <laughs> yes just like so we're gonna do an India episode. What do you know about? I don't know. This guy has a lot of arms. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's about it. That's all he could do was have many arms. Yep. That's not I a was, superpower. That's like a disability. I was talk. I was talking to Jamie the other day. So I'll present this question to you guys. Um, in the world that we live in today, understanding oh, that no, you thanks. would be a, a freak and probably endlessly studied, would you get? one extra arm it's got to come out under either left or right but you're asymmetrical you only get one you don't get to get two would you take the extra arm because i would i probably would too i don't think that would be pretty freaking handy i don't think it'd come in that much hand oh yeah no if you have the same dexterity as your one arm is just a bit lower it's just like how much i could hold open a porn magazine and be jerking it at the same time Chris, you have you aim so high. <laughs> Priorities, right? You could, you know, you use two for the hands, sake of a joke. Um, hands. I reference something that literally nobody does ever anymore. Because who looks at magazines? I know. I mean, the computers exist. Yes. You just black out your webcam and you're fine. Or leave it um, on. Yeah. You know, maybe part of it is having the FBI watch you with your third hand. Wouldn't that be amazing if somebody's like, "Hey, if you don't do it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leak this video of you masturbating." And you're just like, "Do it." Yeah, I had a friend who got. I, and then, and then, and then, like the release, and he's like, "Yeah." I had a friend I who got tricked. I would literally not care if, if like, I don't jerk off in front of the camera. But All right, now that we've made light of this, Kieran, tell us your you... tragic story. No, I have a friend who got tricked. He was like skyping, like talking with like a sexy lady somewhere on the internet who was like, "Let's Skype." And I guess it was like a pre-recorded video of like some lady like dancing and taking out her tits, and then it, then it's like her being like, "Now show me your dick." And then he did, and then like the screen went down, and dudes were like, "We we have like the, this is recorded, and if you if you don't like, we have all your information. If you don't send us money, we're gonna send this to like all your friends." And my friend was like, yeah, "Okay, I don't care." He was like, "Do you know my friends?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "They, they all want to see." <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know if they were. Uh, I we, I didn't ever get sent it, so maybe I'm not his friend. Actually, that's mm. the actual sad part of the story. Yeah, that's how you find out. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so uh, I like, heard that everyone oh, else got a picture all, of your dick, but all I your didn't? friends got dick pics. Wow. I didn't. Wow. So I understand all your friends were invited to your second divorce. Mm. <laughs> um, it, yeah. It's that kind of energy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't actually talk about everything happening with Twitch. We just sort of moved on oh, yeah, right we away. Did move on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, to uh, Carbon Podcast. Epi- oh, just... I never did say this. Welcome to Carbon Podcast, episode 380. Yeah. I am your host, who doing terribly, Christopher Scott Brown. And joining me is Kieran and yeah, Peter doing a terrible L. Ron Hubbard impression. Yes, Christopher. I'm in your home doing my L. Ron Hubbard impression. Have you been flying your runes? Um, Always. But anyways, yeah. We anyway, only mentioned with Twitch uh, that We opened hacked, with Twitch. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, they got then... really hacked. Like, uh, pretty much they got everything. Like, they took all the source code, they have all the information about uh, all the employees, and and all the passwords. So, uh, like Peter said at the start of the episode, change your password. Two-factor authentication, also a great idea. Okay, but, yes. you know, they leaked the, the salaries of some prominent streamers making making some money. Pokemon had a pretty good uh, response to the whole thing. What did she say? Oh, she's like, no, I was like, now, now people can finally uh, make proper jokes about how much I make. That's nice. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, people make a big deal. Like, some of them are making quite a bit of money, but it's, yeah. like, nothing compared to, like, being a the famous actor or whatever. Well, some people rag on critical role for making enough being number one and clearly making enough money to be in their own business, but it's like, yeah. they do run it like a business. Mm. The, they are a business. And how much do they make? Oh, they were number one, so probably billions. I don't uh, know the exact number. I wouldn't say billions. I said but, billions. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, whoa. The, the highest I saw down. was like XQC no, but they are like, or whatever, and he's like 700000 a, a month. They are a legitimate company, and it was actually cool. They went from like friends playing in each other's houses to their deal with Geek and Sundry to being able like, I mean, this might just be the cover story but it seems they parted with geek and sundry amicably but they got excuse me they got big enough to just form their own company yeah that's fucking awesome absolutely like good on them they've earned it they they didn't do from what i can tell anything crooked they just run a good business and they make a good product and they've actually branched out into a lot of charity endeavors with the critical role foundation and I I didn't look at the list of the numbers. I don't think I'm going to because I don't care. Yeah. They're they're yeah. a good company that I like what they do. Absolutely. I'm I'm you know big on caring about wealth and equality, but even like the highest numbers there, it's like like just like a, a few million a year at most, which like I can't bring myself to care about for like a streamer who's one of like one of depending on the streamer, one of the least exploitative jobs you can do. Especially if you're just, like, sitting in front of your computer playing a video game. I would say most people on Twitch, I'd be happy to hear they're making money. Versus, like, some of the YouTube people, like, Jake and Logan Paul. Fuck those guys. I can't stand that they make money. I think, but I think it also revealed, apparently, like, less than 1% of the people on the uh, Twitch platform make enough money to like well yeah it's li- yeah. it's not there to you get know, rich off it's no. there just, it's a social yet, media how pe- many people pe- are on facebook that all want make be, money from it being a twitch streamer now <laughs> that's like you know if you asked a bunch of kids get a large percentage you'd probably say they want that to be their career well yeah i would love to make this podcast a career but it's not gonna be no chris another 300 episodes you'll it'll uh it'll happen you know what's funny? As I'm listening back, um, there was an episode where we had a guest on, and he was talking about starting a podcast, and he said, like, well, when did you guys get good? And I said, <laughs> uh, uh, episode 227, I think is what I said, uh, but we were, like, on episode 140. Uh-huh. So I said, like, episode 227, and he was like, 
oh, uh, well, what episode is this? And I said, 140. And like, you oh. should listen to 227 and see if it's good. That's exactly uh, when <laughs> I get there. I want to find out if it's actually good because, spoilers, like, it isn't. I don't know what it's about, but it isn't. What if it's the, like the worst episode we, you ever did? I mean, what I if hope I'm not is? on it. God, I hope I'm not on it. Um, uh, you um. Okay, here's some numbers for you. Oh. Let's see. Four. Well, Pokemon. Seven. Uh, apparently, we're accusing her of making millions. Uh, oh, I did. Feel free to censor this, but it's going to be way lower than that. Uh, it's going to be thirty-eight thousand for September. Yeah, that's still respectable. Less, that's less that's than like, I think most of us make <laughs> in a month. Oh, that's yeah, a month. that's per okay. month. Okay, yeah. I was thinking annually. No, 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 no. Okay. that's per month. So you know, there's still six digits per year, so not bad. Yeah. Uh, but y- good on her; she's earned it. There is, there are people making millions. Oh, uh, yeah. on there. But no, nothing. TV makes exactly zero dollars. Oh well. Uh, oh, Hasanabi. He was the guy who's very much about the um, the wealth inequality, right? Oh, he's a, he's like a lefty content yeah. creator, yeah. Yeah, and they keep trying to bust his balls with how much money he's making. Yeah, yeah, he does make a fair bit of money. He's like two hundred k, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The number one on this list I'm seeing that isn't Critical Role is XQCOW. Yeah, and it's I, like seven hundred thousand, right? Yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, that's a lot, but like that's still like you know, like old, like in forms of like old media, like if you get a like a TV contract that's decent or like movies yeah make way more money makes a lot i don't know new media doesn't pay like old media baby i didn't realize bruce green made that much damn wow it's just like this is funny to be released and like has gotten more coverage or people are paying more attention to than like the the pandora papers which is like less surprising i mean not surprising obviously but you know the uh, games done quick made a decent amount. Not a shock. The official Rocket League channel makes quite a bit of money. Uh, yeah, there's some good ones in there. Yeah, we're, we're, I, thought, I thought once it Burger King for a second, I was like, no way they make that much. No, and they don't. But none of these numbers upset me. Mm. I think Twitch specifically, I don't know, maybe this is just more in my wheelhouse. I, I want to support uh, Twitch streamers more than YouTube streamers. Uh... I think Twitch streamers, for the most part, have earned, like, their money comes through audience, so they've earned the money they make. On commercials. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. What was the name of Adam Cole's Twitch But you channel? also only get partner if you have a certain audience, so yeah. it's like, we're not going to make partner. Yeah. Where, where, where were you guys when uh, the, the great face, the social media crash of... What was that? Two days yesterday? Two days ago? A couple days ago. No. I I, I mean, I I don't. Really? I don't really use Facebook much, other than I post Instagram um, and WhatsApp went down too more. Yeah, it was relevantly. It was Facebook and the things they own, which are Instagram and WhatsApp, and also. Are they? They're Oculus, right? They own Oculus. Yeah, yeah. The some Oculus people they got trapped down. inside VR for the rest of their lives, and they died in real life because they died in the game. That's yes. how it works. It's really sad. People Which, don't talk about that. What's hilarious is Tuesday was also the day Mark Zuckerberg, in response to the recent Facebook leak, came out. was like, "I can't, I can't think of a good reason why anyone would want to profit off of misery." Yeah, he's. Hmm. Uh, I I like that. On the day that Facebook went down. Twitter broke the record of the most people on Twitter at once ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just shows that. Well, because it was. I mean, addicted. most importantly, it was people from the rest of the world whose WhatsApp were down. Because a lot of the rest of the world, like Europe and yeah, parts of the Middle huge. East and India, they yeah. they use WhatsApp as like SMS because it's more reliable. Yeah, yeah well, more reliable. And for for free. a time, like we use Discord now. Yeah, but for a time, our Carbomb group chat was based in Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Not that it would have been a huge catastrophe for that to be down for like God. a few hours in a day, oh. but still I don't know. I I wonder how many 
Could groups of friends it went or down to like organizations n- or sometime like- around before 9 a.m because i know because i was on like an instagram call with one of my friends like a video call it went down and then i was like oh i guess i'll message them on like facebook or whatever oh i guess i'll message them on whatsapp what the heck uh and then i googled it um and then i just texted them because i could do that because they're in canada but if they've been outside of canada you know it's no it's still not a big deal because it wasn't anything important but it's like there would have been no way for me to like easily get in contact with them. No way, yeah. Jose. Yeah. Also a wrestler. Oh, with me- Mexican? No. <laughs> no. No. Like no he's just, Texan he's, or? No, he's just like no way, man. Like his theme song just starts. No way, no way. He he started the No Means No campaign. He's a feminist icon. I don't think that's true. Uh, no, trust me, I, I know a lot about true. wrestling. And I think we should end this episode. <laughs> yes, okay. we should. Okay. Kieran? What? Do I have to announce the outro? Yes. Outro. Music. Thank you. Yep. Three, two, one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass. Tailpipe tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber. Fireball. What's the aerial? That's some good music song, man.